We're part of the Fired Up Sports Network of shows. Please check out other Fired Up Sports Network podcasts like the P-Lot Pod, What Are Cooler Talk, Bell Smashers, Philly Sports Love and Pain, Drunk on Broad, Beer Battered Sports, and the Fired Up Sports Show, which are available on all major podcasting hosting sites and social media. Also, check out Mark Ramos Ramos Roundup on FiredUpSports.com, which breaks down the happenings going on with all your favorite local teams. Motherfucking broad Dallas sucks. It's fuck Dallas week. It's fuck, fuck Dallas. Dallas week. Dallas sucks. That's all it is. Let's, let's just let's just get the let's just get that let's get that on deck right Need away. Spray. <laughs> Need to spray some for breeze because Dallas stinks. Oh, I got it in my eyes. All right, it burns. Yeah, all right, it's okay. Oof. Oof. Oh god, Dallas uh, week, baby. It is that's right. It is my favorite time in the Eagles season. As I always say, the Eagles can go 2-15, and 15, and those two wins always have to come against Dallas. I don't care well, what you Rich, do. You beat Dallas. You beat those what? fucking teams. This year, you're talking about the team that is 7-1. Seven and fucking one. So we don't have we don't have to talk about only getting the wins versus the Cowboys. Oh yeah, we're 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 just. It, sometimes it doesn't look pretty. Sometimes it looks a little funky. It don't matter. But we're stacking W's. As long as we get W's, it don't matter. We'll figure it out one game. Team, one game, listen, we'll figure it and out. Rich, you you got teams like the Forty Winers scrambling to make trades to add other guys to the. To their uh, to their defensive line, you you got the Cowboys with with L's to the Cardinals on their menu, and you got this team that you know. Granted, they they got that one ugly one against the Jets where they drop it, but good lord, this yeah. uh, this team looks like the the they're ironing out. They got they got a couple. They got things that they're ironing out every week. Every week seems yep. to be going a little bit better, a little bit better. Um, and, you know, frankly, I feel like going into the bye makes this it, – it, it puts this game on another level. Yeah. Because you know what you got coming out of the bye. You know you're about to enter this gauntlet. You know, and I, I, the, I saw a stat that, like, 
this six-game stretch is the hardest six-game stretch for any team in the NFL for any six-game stretch throughout their entire schedule? It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, but it will be. I have, I have faith. I have faith. You saw what Kansas City did against Denver, which, oh, my God, that game was atrocious. Um, you saw what happens when you take away Travis Kelsey, um, what Mahomes is capable of do, what those wide receivers can do, which is not a lot, which is not a lot. Nah. Um, no, it and, looks, looks very, looks very funky. You know, Dallas looked decent against a Rams team that just, I mean, is not competitive. Like with, as much as the Rams are trying, they are not competitive. Um, it's it's so hard because I was watching that game and it's like, oh man, they're finally targeting CD Lamb. It took them eight weeks to actually throw the guy the ball. Right. So, I mean, hey, you figured something out, right? Um, but they're totally beatable. Their defense isn't that good. Um, their offense is shaky at best. We'll see what their offensive line can do against our defensive line. And looks like Jalen Carter's a full go. Um Hell we'll, see yeah. we'll see what happens with Roby um, if he can, you know, possibly play on Sunday. Um, but I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I watched, you know, this week's Washington game. Um, a lot of takeaways. Desai is pissing me the fuck off. Um, yeah. This off zone bullshit is just not working. Um, you see what happens when you got guys like. Eli Ricks and Darius Slay and Bradbury, when they're able to press, um, Tyreek Hill was, what, catchless against Eli Ricks when Eli Ricks was in his grill? But you, the next game you decide to play off and let Sam Howell go 18 of 19 on you in the first half and drop like two touchdowns and almost 200 yards. Like, what the fuck are you doing? How can your defensive line get pressure when you're just leaving guys wide open? That to me was the most maddening part about this game against the Redskins, right? They 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 take the Redskins or Redskins, they take the Commanders, whatever the fuck they're called. They suck. They're they're, they're eternally suck. It doesn't matter if they got a new owner right now, right? Yeah. You saw them uh, you know, trade away half their defensive line. Yep. At this point, right? Montez Sweat gets traded to the the Bears. You know, Chase Young gets traded to the 49ers. But I got to be honest. The, the part that is most maddening is that you get the defensive game plan that you had to take out the Dolphins. Yeah. And you basically hold that vaunted Dolphins offense that put up 70 to seven points on – there are 10 points on offense. Yeah. And then you turn Sam Howe into fucking Dan Marino, and yep. he's just out there swinging the ball. If I, I'm trying to – like the I, I, I want to say he threw – He's 39 of 52. Like yeah. How, the, how he was, he was 18 and 19 back. at one point. Yeah. But how you let him drop back, you let him drop back 52 times and you only get one sack. Like you, you weren't, you, you didn't have the, the defensive game plan to be able, like it was fucking all slant routes. It was all short yardage. And you saw his deep ball inaccuracy because yeah. he should have had another touchdown because I, I want to say it was it wasn't it wasn't Dotson. Who was it? It was McLaurin? the one. Uh, no, it was a dude with a weird fucking name. Can't remember it. 
I'm gonna look it up real quick just because Deontay Carter. No, hold on. Uh Rambo. Charles and Rambo. Oh, I don't fucking know. Nope. Whatever. One dude. One there was dude. A dude the, whoever. Fucking dude that dropped ball. The dude the dude that dropped the ball. Yeah. Right. But he's got like you, you get this scenario where like like what the fuck are we doing? Like press man, do the same fucking thing that they're doing even after that first drive. Right? Yeah. That first drive where he's got like seven or eight straight straight completions. Fucking like press the guys. Get up on top of them. Like that's cl- close close that gap. Adam, what's up, buddy? What's going on, brother? It's just one of those situations where you look at it and you're like, what the fuck? All you have to do is press these wide receivers. Because yeah. you see what happens when Sam Howell has to hold on to the ball. When Sam Howell's able to get the ball out in under two seconds, what do you think is going to happen? You're not going to sack him. Yeah. I don't care how fast you are. It takes longer than two seconds for you know a play a, – well, the defensive line to get free. Like, yeah. let's be real. But it takes less than two seconds for a wide receiver who's running a three-yard pass – to get open. And then they're playing 10 yards off them. So that slant play goes into eight or nine yards. So it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, decide. Press these wide receivers, please. And I'm not going to lie. Dallas's wide receiving core is better than – is definitely better than Washington's. So what are you going to oh, do? You're just going to let C.D. Lamb get 16 catches for 200 yards across the middle? I get this feeling, Rich, that you're going to see the, the game plan that you're going to see for the Cowboys game is going to be very, very similar to the game plan that you saw for the Dolphins game. I hope so, because that was the yeah, best I defense so. looked. And I, I think the the game plan, and we'll talk about this a little bit more later, but like I think you get pressure, right? The more that you get pressure on Dak Prescott, the the more he's prone to making mistakes. So yeah, He's a garbage can. I, I, I'm looking at this and going – I got to have a better game plan than I had. Um, I also think it's a travesty that like the, the run to pass ratio for the Eagles was way off. Um, And and I I think Deandre Swift only had like two or three carries in the first half. Like they did it again. Gotta get the ball. Like how, how are you not seeing this game plan and why, why the fuck is Kenny Gainwell in the game? In, you want to play him between the, the 20s, whatever. But, like, if you're on the goal line, yeah, your best option at running back is fucking DeAndre Swift. Like, yes. He's a dude. Do you see the one play, Rich, where he was fucking angry running? Yes. And he trucked a dude, and the dude fucking went, like, five yards. Yeah, that was like, before his touchdown. Like, that makes no sense to me. Like, if he's down on the goal line, give him the fucking ball because he's not giving up the ball. Well, our red zone offense is absolutely atrocious, close to non-existent. And Brian Johnson just gets down there and just forgets how to fucking call plays. It's like, Brian, drum up some fucking quick hitters, drum up some fades, drum up some runs. Hey, first down in the red zone, let's run. Not a quarterback run. Let's let DeAndre Swift get us closer. And then, hey, second down, we run it again. Third down, we're at the one, tush push. And guess what? Fourth down, brotherly shove. We just do it again. Like, And they're like, oh, my God, they stopped the brotherly shove. I didn't even see how the ball was fumbled because the angle was so terrible. 
Yeah, it, it looked at like they kind of like the the snap never got back to Hertz. Yeah. Um and that line started moving before he even had the ball. And it just never it just never never ever looked like it got back to him. No, it was just fucking strange. Like that whole but, and I couldn't even see a replay. Like Fox is terrible. But at the same time, Rich, like you put up 30 – this offense put up 38 points and yeah. turned the ball over twice in the five. Yeah. Like like you, th- this game very easily could have been, you know, a 50-burger without even without even sniffing. Like you, you yeah. could have put up 50 – you should have put up 50 points. And then the game the game's so out of hand in the third quarter that – you know, you probably you probably see Marcus Mariota. I just I you know, so Rich, talk to me about AJ Brown. But AJ Brown, he's phenomenal. You know, you like know, he, he's, he's my man is the definition of he's the definition of always open. He set the record for 125 plus uh, yard games and a touchdown. Uh, six six straight. Six straight. Beat Calvin Johnson's record, right? Yep. Yeah, and Calvin so he, Johnson. He ends, he ends the game with – so he's got eight eight catches, 130 yards, two touchdowns. The two touchdowns – Oh, were ridiculous. Were, were fucking ridiculous. The one he, – he he goes up, mosses the guy with one hand, comes yeah. down, gets gets both feet in. Um, yeah, the other one, he comes back to the ball. Like, it just – he, you, you can just get him the ball, right? And I love the fact that they also got, you know, they got Devontae Smith in the, in the mix. They get, yep. they get him. He had what, nine, 99 yards and a touchdown. Julio! And then, Rich, so you were talking about the quick hitters, yep. right? Because I liked, I love that formation to be able to put him in the slot yep. and be able to get that quick hit in. Going like, up against a linebacker or a smaller a great nickel. Play. To get him lined up against that guy, because don't catch that. all you, all you, all you <laughs> gotta, you, you, you saw him be able to to body the guy, box the guy out, catch the ball, go up and get, yep, he got hit in the mouth and came up smiling. And I love yeah. the fact that I, I love the response from the team. I love that team response. That like everybody was hyped for him. Yeah, it was it was fucking cool to see. And that's exactly why you bring Julio Jones in. He is a solution to the red zone. And now you got another big body to cover only makes it easier for everybody else to score. Um, And we need to keep that rolling. We need to see better play calling out of defense and we need to see better play calling on offense. We got to stay balanced. I love the pass heavy, but we really are at our best when we stay balanced and stop with the running on second down bullshit. If you're in a pass on first, just fucking run it. Just run the ball on first. Stop with this pass or stop with the pass, then the run. Like it's so fucking predictable. Like Brian Johnson's play calling is just absolutely predictable. You get down in the red zone, up, oh, what's going to happen? It's going to be a quarterback draw and it's going to be for negative two yards. Then it's going to be a terrible fucking play and then another terrible fucking play. And then we kick a field goal. Yeah. He needs to figure it out because he's honestly, he's, he's not cutting it. And Desai is just – I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but I'm also not a fan. Talent is outweighing coaching on both sides of the ball, and yeah. it only gets you so far. Like, we need our coaching to be better. And 
if the players are watching film, those coaches better be watching films on how to stop these guys because you're not going to be able to play soft against Dallas. You're going to have to come up. You're going to have to chip. You know, C.D. Lamb's a smaller dude. Push him off his line. Get the timing wrong. And then he let Hassan Reddick and Jalen Carter feast. Like, let the boys eat. Yep. So – so anything else you glean out of this game, right? They 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 come back. They're they're up thirty eight twenty four. You know they go up. They they get the. I, I love the wrinkle of the 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 tush push the the little the halfback sweep off the yeah. off the edge. It's a great um, play. If it, I think anything that you can do off of that play makes yeah. that is is just going to continue to make that play more effective. Exactly, because everybody's going to get ready for that, and you can do a little. Okay, well, I don't know if. You're going to do it. And then a little pitch to A.J. Brown, who's behind him. And A.J. Brown could take right. it to the house. DeAndre Swift could take it to the house. Like, whatever. Slip and slide will take it to the house. Yeah. Like, you know, they got I'm, that I'm waiting for, like, the like, – like, like the – like, the, the the misdirection, right? The, the, the turnaround handoff fake. But there's a guy coming underneath that's going the opposite way. Yeah. Like, the the, the, the fake handoff with the, the, the shovel pass way outside. Yeah. There's so many variations of this that I think inevitably make this right. They show off the 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 fake tush push pass early on on a two point conversion when they were up big. But I yeah, think it was done. anything that at the same time, though, Rich, I heard someone talk about it. Right? You you put that on tape, and now that's something else that they have to prepare for. Yeah. Right. So anything that you can put on tape that makes the team have to prepare more. Yeah. Especially for that one play, right? Cause you're not only preparing for the tush push play, but now you're preparing for the sweep for the pass for, and, and then what, what are the other variations? Cause I guarantee you there are, you know, yeah. three, four, five other variations off of that, that they, they have on the playbook that they just wait. You know, they, they they wait for the right minute to be able to do it, um, and and I think in, in a in a way you, you could have run the clock out at that point, right? You could have taken a knee, at, you know, because they're they're out of timeouts. You, you kind of play with fire to be able to let that you know take a minute and go to you know they go down and score a touchdown in less than a minute. Yeah, you know, thankfully the on they can get the onside kick. They kneel the clock. It game's yeah. over. Um, but. There's a lot. There, there, there's still there's still the turnovers and stuff they got to clean up. But Jalen Hurts plays really well. Yeah. Um, you know, ends a game with three nineteen and four touchdowns. Like he's he may not be playing on that MVP level, but definitely playing really really well. Kind of going into the stretch. Yeah, and this is where you know he becomes the team MVP in this stretch coming up. You know, taking care of the ball. Oh yeah. No turnovers. Mm-hmm. You see this going forward against these better teams, and you're, you're going to see the success, and then you're going to see the doubters say, all right, you know, I was wrong. Because, you know, like we'll give you criticism when you're doing bad, and we'll give you praise when you're doing good. He wasn't looking absolutely. too good. He was absolutely sucking. And the last game was a turnaround game. But that's what you expect from great leaders and great players. So I had no my – faith, my faith was was unwavering. I just needed him to figure it out. And he did. I love that. And I'm so really not on, concerned. Washington sucks. And now Washington going forward is going to be even worse. So. Yeah. They're going to be bad. Yeah. We'll get, to, we'll get to face chase young a third time. Yeah. With the 49ers. But 
they 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 see they're in desperation mode. Like they, I think they're. Let's talk about that for a minute. Sure. Let's talk about that for a minute before we get into Dallas. That move is one. It's actually a a smart trade because they basically traded Mm -hmm. a a comp pick for him, and they're not going to have money to sign him anyway. So they are an all in. But how are you going to use all these defensive linemen? You're going to rotate them in. That's fine. Keep fresh legs. But when your secondary is absolutely atrocious, it doesn't matter. Joey Joey Bosa is on the team, right? Or is it Nick? Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. Yeah, Nick Bosa has more end bombs than sacks this year. Like, let's let's be real. He's probably wow. said the end word way more than he had sacks. That piece of shit. Um, three sacks all year for a guy who's supposed to be yeah. this MVP caliber defensive lineman. Get the yeah. fuck out. Three sacks, and then you bring on Chase Young, who is always fucking hurt. To add to this. Oh, always hurt. And line. Vert, when you, when you look. Shit. Like, no, he's been he's been absent. You you look at where they are in terms of, like, their debt. Like, Chase Young is a guy who, to me, is a lot of bark and not a lot of bite. Like, yeah. he, he's a guy who has flashes of being this like monster player. But when you sit back and look at his overall production, there's a lot of other guys that are deemed pedestrian that have better stat lines than him. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just, I, I don't see the, I, I don't see the idea that that makes them exponentially better. If, I don't see it. When, when I compare that move to the move yeah. that the Eagles made, and I want to get your thoughts because you know we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week. But the the move for Kevin Byard on the yeah. back end of, of, of this secondary, you now got a, an all middle Tennessee State, you know, back end. You know, you got him and Reed Blankenship. Yeah, no I think check. Having ha, having him play with an, an all pro guy who's you know a couple years ago leading the NFL and you know in interceptions. A, a former All Pro, right? You got you you got a lot of guys with experience playing with a lot of young guys, and I think that's only going to lead to a lot of production, you know, down the road. Yeah, it's just I if the 49ers didn't have Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw, they would be shit because they're the yeah. You're best not right. You're not wrong. Their defense is terrible. So them going out and grasping at straws for. Chase Young and trying to bolster that defensive line. You, you can't get home when every team is quick passing you. Like, you're going to lose games that way. And then your offense, you know, fails to score points. It's CMC or no one. It's literally CMC is their whole offense. Receiving yeah. and rushing. And guess what? If you hold them the one touchdown, you win the fucking game. Yeah. So I mean, you saw that. You saw that. You saw them get neutralized. Really, yeah. really quickly. And I also think, Rich, that they're also seeing Brock Purdy kind of come back to earth. And, Brock and Purdy is Jimmy G 2.0. That's it. He's going to be in the same in the same spot where Jimmy G is right now in two, three years. Couple years from now. On Absolutely. the fucking bench. Because he can't throw the ball accurately deep. His, the reason why Brock Purdy gets his dick sucked off by every single person in the media is because he is the king of the negative two yard pass. Jimmy G did the same fucking thing. Yeah. Ebo's out. 
Debo's out. He'll come yeah. back, get hurt again. But guess what? Debo is that dude. Debo's the guy. You throw yeah. the ball to him, and then you let Debo run. Same thing with CMC. You hit him on a swing pass where he's two yards behind the line of scrimmage. He makes three guys miss and takes it for 40 yards. That's that's yeah. not on Brock Purdy. It is, it's a yeah. completion, and it's yards, but it's not on Brock Purdy. It was like when fucking Jimmy Garoppolo the one game had like when Debo ran for like a 70 and 80 yard touchdown. He was like yeah. six of eight for almost 200 yards. Bro, your your average pass, they showed like the status, average pass was two yards. Jesus. Everything yeah, was I mean, after the run. And that's what this yeah. that's what this 49ers team is. It's after the run. And our linebackers have been playing well and can sniff that shit out. I am not yeah. worried about that fucking team. No, no, and you're going to play them at home, right? And they they don't have like they've got a nice little stretch coming up, right? They're playing the, they're going to play the Jags on Sunday. The Jags are no no slouch. Yeah, Jags are no joke, right? They're going to have to go. They're going to go play. Uh, they playing. They're playing. Uh, they play the Bucks at home, but then they play at the at the Seahawks. They play at the Eagles. Yeah, and then they play the Seahawks at home, and then they're going to play. Right? They got a they got a cupcake in in. In Arizona, but then they're going to have to play the Niners. The Niners are going to play the Ravens on Christmas. Yeah. They they've got a decent strength. It's not nearly the gauntlet that the Eagles are going to play, but they've got a couple games that are going to give them a test. And if they don't watch themselves, Rich, they may end, they may end up not winning this division. They may end up you know because right now the the Seahawks are on top of that division at five and two, having lost one less game. Yeah. But you you could very easily see the Seahawks in a spot where they they they've got a decent enough team, to, you know. And the 49ers have they've got a couple more losses on their schedule. Yeah. I just I just I, and, if they were in a better division, kind of they would they wouldn't even make it. Like they're lucky that Seahawks are boomer bust, and the other two teams in the division are fucking terrible. Yeah, they're garbage, right? Arizona's terrible, right? They're they're you know, they're going to try to welcome back Kyler Murray at some point, I'm sure. Oh, right? God. But they got a rookie. They they got a rookie starting right now because they trade Josh Dobbs to the fucking the Vikings because Kirk Cousins tears his ACL. Yeah. And you know the the Rams are what they are. They're they're both kind of bottom feeding division teams right now. And um, the NFC North North is fucking trash. It's fucking terrible. Detroit's got every single probably... division except the East is trash. Yeah. I would agree. Um, but that kind of leads me like when I when we kind of looked ahead at this schedule, this this gauntlet of games doesn't look nearly like the gauntlet like it was when we thought it was at the beginning yeah. of the season. Um because if I if I'm looking right, the a, after this this Cowboys team is kind of where I think we thought they might be. Yeah. Um, but the team's coming out, right? The the Chiefs have looked vulnerable, right? They're they're dry, they they've dropped the the opening game to the to the Lions. They dropped this last game and look horrible against yeah. the fucking Broncos. And then you're gonna play a Bills team that that has they're struggling. Not looked struggling, not looked great. Um, you got the 49ers that are, you know. Could be coming off losing three out of four or maybe four, right? I wouldn't be surprised if if you know Trevor Lawrence puts together a game and, and is able to kind of you know go kind of ball out with Calvin Ridley. 
Um, and then you're going to face the Cowboys again. Yeah. Like I, I just, yeah, you're, you're going to, and that's the, the one thing that I'm looking at that game. And then the next game, the 10th and the 17th, when they go at the Cowboys and then at the Seahawks. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me if they stay out West somewhere. Instead of flying home and then flying back. Oh yeah, they should. I mean, I don't think I would come home. I think that would be fucking stupid. You have to kind of (laughs) stay out there and just, you know, practice. You can't be flying dudes back out like that. Um, And yeah, you know, maybe we'll go one and one in that, or maybe we'll go two and oh, but it's just, you know, we never play well in Seattle. Uh, We'll talk about that when we get there, but you know, I have good, good feeling about this Sunday. We got Dallas at home. Don, what do you think, brother? What what, what do you think is going to happen? Well, listen, Rich, let's let's bring people back on the commercial break. We're going to talk all things fucking the Cowboys because fuck that. Oh, cliffhanger, baby. Dallas let's get So, listen, let's get we're gonna, we'll, we'll play we'll play the commercial on the on the back end. It's all things Dallas sucks. Von C. Brewing Company is a 20-barrel, 16,000-square-foot microbrewery with a 2,500-square-foot tasting room, including a spacious outside beer garden in Norristown, PA, in the heart of Montgomery County. The Von C. family is part of the family that started C. Schmidt and Son Brewing in 1860. Stop in Wednesday through Sunday and taste a variety of draft and 16-ounce cans of originally brewed beer and tell them the Drunk on Broad crew sent you. Vonsi Brewing is located at 1210 Stenbridge Street, Suite 300 in Norristown. Cheers! Inclicks are the only glasses for real sports fans. With interchangeable arms you can support all of your favorite teams or even make and create custom options as well. These die-hard sports fans have realized that sports fans needed something other than face paint to show their love and passion for their teams. Go to teamclicks.com slash D-O-B and show your love for your hometown team. Lotorin's curated collection of men's and women's watches is a perfect investment that lasts for years to come and fits perfectly with your every outfit and style. Our range of classic watches aren't just a great perfect formal and casual accessory, but a time machine that takes you back to memories. Explore our collection of timeless watches that can reflect your taste, personality, and personal style. Our exclusive collection of carefully curated affordable luxury watches is what you need to make a personalized style statement. You can take pride in your prized possession, handing it over to the next generations as your most loved asset that they can also own and display with the same pride. These high-quality pieces stand the test of time, giving exceptional value and return on your investment. Those are locked. Dash tourain.com and use code DOB at checkout and get 10% off. If you're looking for unique sports apparel, check out Streaker Sports. They've dug deep into the archives and have brought back some incredible defunct team logos and have even created entire defunct league collections. They also have collections paying homage to sports culture including the Miracle on Ice, Slapshot, Kadishak, the Mighty Ducks, and even have a license with Wiffle Ball and USA Hockey. 
Only for drunk on broad listeners, use code broad at checkout to get 10% off anything at streakersports.com. Again that's 10% off anything at streakersports.com with discount code broad. All right, we're back. We're back with all things Fuck Cowboys down. suck. Fuck Dallas. Cowboys. Here we go. So, right, Rich, I'm going to start with this. What do you got? This game, to me, super yes. important for the standings. Right, mm-hmm. Because right now, in the standings, you're already two games up on the Cowboys. Got to get three, baby. Especially if you, if, you get a, if you get a chance to put three games between you and the Cowboys, that, that essentially makes it – damn near impossible for them to kind of climb out of that without a monumental collapse from the Eagles. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, this is a game that you, you need to win. I think this is like a must, a must, a must have victory for the birds, especially going into this tough six game stretch. Uh, Do I going into the bye? Yeah. Going to the bye roll, you know, rolling, setting it up, going into the bye, you know, make, make Dallas panic. Um, and I, I just, only thing I see in my head is a big game from AJ Brown. I think he just continues and I just, you see AJ Brown's dominance, dominance just continue. I I don't see how this isn't set up for an AJ Brown 200 yard game. I think it's one of those games where they come out firing finally on all cylinders. I think, you know. They play Dallas very weird. It's either they crush them or it's close. Uh, and I think it's one of those crush them games. I I have faith that this defensive line is going to get home. I mean, it's Dallas. Like, you play amped up. Yeah. You play extra when it's, when it's Dallas. Um, and I think this offensive line is ready to go and ready to stop that pass rush. And let's be real. You got one guy in the middle, number 11, you really got to worry about. And then yep. other than that, you got, like, I don't even know who the fuck's back there in that secondary. No Trevon Diggs, who I think's burnt toast anyway. So to me, it's whatever. Um, but you get to put yourself in a situation where you can be up three games going into the bye, and to make a statement, you know, everybody has Dallas being there as a contender, as you know, one of those juggernauts, Super Bowl teams. You know, yeah. show them why you're a league above them. Like make yeah, Dallas. I think this is. I, th- I think this is a show me game. Right. This this is a game where you put you you put the NFL on notice to say like we're far and away the best team in this division. We're far and away the best conference. We're not pissing away games. We're not yeah. losing the game. We're not losing games that we should win. Um, the, this to me screams of like you you kind of get in and dig in early and just yeah. you you make it not not even a battle. You you put them out of their misery early in the third quarter. And I think you, mm-hmm. you you start that from the jump. Um, yeah. To me, I'm I'm looking at the defense. I'm looking for a game plan similar, like we talked about, similar to the Dolphins game, where you kind of get up, press man, you, you kind of put you, you put your guys in the best position to shut their, their their best guys down. And I think you put Dak Prescott in a spot where he's got to be the guy that wins you the game because we've seen where I'm he's at. We, we we we've seen him under pressure we've seen him when he's got to be the guy that's got to move the ball in big games and he's normally a guy that can't do it like he does he he does have a successful record against the eagles for whatever fucking reason 
Yeah. But in big games, I feel like this is a guy that I'm I'm going to make him beat me. Um, but I'm going to put all the pressure on on, on everybody else. I'm going to make yeah. I'm going to make it really hard for CD Lamb to get open. I'm going to re- make it really hard for you know for for their weapons, their guys on their depth chart to be able to get in space, I think the the more that you crowd the line, the more difficult you make it for Tony Pollard to get to get yards. You, you just you throw the gauntlet at them in terms of the guys that that you got on this defensive line, and you you let guys like like Jalen Carter, you let guys like Jordan Davis, you, you you put these guys in position to make plays all day long, and, yeah. and you're gonna see. What happens when you put pressure on Dak Prescott? Don, I agree a thousand percent. You let these young these young dogs run, and you let you introduce them to Jalen Carter, and say, "This is what you're going to have to go against for a very, very long time, so <laughs> for the next fucking decade." Get used to it because this is going to be a fucking problem, and I yeah. cannot wait to see what he does, what Jordan Davis does, and as much as I love Brandon Graham. As much as I love him, I need to see more Nolan Smith. Yeah. Nolan Smith is just that high motor coming off the edge. I need to see a little bit more of him. And sorry, Brandon, but, you know, I mean, your Brandon, you there saw, is veteran we need. We just need. Yeah. We didn't need that speed on the edge. I, I think you're seeing you're, you're seeing the snap counts diminish. I think he only was on the field for like 12 or 13 plays on Sunday. Um, I think the more that you can get Josh Sweat on the field, the more that you can get Hassan Reddick and Josh Sweat coming off the edge, yeah. the, the the more dynamic this defense is when you put those two guys on the edge and you put Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter in the middle and you say, Great. yo, pick your poison. Who 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 are you gonna double team? Because yeah. you're gonna leave two you're gonna leave two guys one on one. You're gonna leave three guys one on one unless you you're you're packing the, the, the double tight ends in. And then you got you know you're you're running two or three wide receivers on, on six or seven DBs like good fucking luck. I love I love the depth of this right. You, you're gonna see you know guys like fucking Milton Williams. You're gonna see guys like Fletcher Cox. Those guys are gonna be able to get to get pressure because I think that's a place where the matchup favors the Eagles when you compare their their offensive line to our defensive line. I think we're kind of Definitely shades above the Cowboys' offensive line. I agree, man. I, I'm, I mean, I I'm looking at a skill position where they dominate, and it's really hard to see where. Um, I would take the Eagles in every single skill position, um, and it's not even close. Maybe linebacker, just because they have Michael Parsons. So yeah, I give them the edge in linebackers. And that's it. Um, yeah, it's I mean, listen, all... you're... God, God. No, they, they. I mean, they have what they, they have weapons on the defensive line, right? Demarcus Lawrence is still a guy that can kind of wreck a game. What when when he's when when he can, but I think yeah. when you match the the you know him and between him and Michael Parsons, right? Those are guys that that can get anywhere they want on the field. But I think when, when you match up the strength of the Eagles offensive line, I think it kind of mitigates their, their, their ability to be that game wrecker type of player. Yep. So, you know, 
th- that to Lane me Johnson says, all right, well, father. Lane Johnson is his father. Right. When you talk about Lane Johnson, when you talk about Jordan Mailata, you're probably going to get, you're going to get uh, Jurgens back playing mm-hmm. guard. So your, your offensive line is more solidified, right? So now you're looking at the best offensive line in football matching up against, you know, if if your only job is to mitigate those couple guys, right? Guys like Maisie Smith and Jonathan Hankins and, and, and Osa Ode, Ojewaje, like those are guys that don't scare me. No. Not when you're matching up against this offensive line. Exactly. And I think it, if I'm the Eagles, Rich, how, how? Let me ask you. How? How? What, what's the offensive game plan to mitigate the defensive line for the Eagles? Yeah, you run the ball down their fucking throat. Set a play action. Set a play yeah. action. Hit AJ Brown deep. You know, look at Dallas Goddard across the middle. Well executed screen plays, okay. and make sure that when you're going, you're attacking the outside. As much as I, I would say run between the tackles, you're running right into Micah, stretch it, go outside, you know, swift with the one hit, quick hit, boom, bounce to the outside, attack these corners, make them come up and try right. to hit you, attack the outside linebackers. Yeah, Demarcus Lawrence is whatever he wants to be. I If, if I am the Eagles, I'm going right to his side. Lane Johnson out there for the lead block, not too worried about it. You know, it's – I just don't see where the Eagles can fumble this bag besides shooting themselves in the foot. Um, And let's be real. We need to stop with the turnovers and we really need to start winning in the turnover department. Um, Because I think that'll, you know, that's, that's key. We need to, we need to win on that turnover, the turnover battle side, because we really haven't done it all year. Yeah. Listen, I I think, like what I was going to say was like, you run the ball right at their strength, right? Wherever Michael Parsons is, if you're running the ball, run right at him. Cause the more that you can box him and yep. not let him run in space, the, the, the more that you mitigate his ability to be able to get anywhere he wants on the field. Um, and then for me, Rich, just like you said, everything comes off the run, right? So the, those, those short, quick hitting, Right. If you, if you want to hit Julio Jones on the slant out of the slot, you want to you want to throw a double move and let AJ Brown get deep. I think, you know, and not to jump ahead a little bit, but I, I, I I'm I'm with you on the 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 big day AJ Brown kind of thing. I think, you know, I'm looking at he he's probably going to get matched up against a, a guy in Stephon Gilmore who, to be kind, is past his prime. Yeah, I think AJ Brown kind of gives him the business. Um, guy, the, you know, I'm just I'm not. There's nobody in their secondary that scares me when I'm talking about AJ Brown. Yeah. AJ Brown is, the, is is putting himself in in the elite echelon of of wide receivers. And good God, the fucking Tennessee Titans. If if I were the Tennessee Titans, Rich, and I saw a two one five number, I'd break the phone, I'd throw it I'd in the fucking. I'd burn it down. Like the fact that the fact that they you know how we got you know how we got that GM into like GM school or it's college. A, <laughs> it's a new GM too. It's a different GM. The first guy that traded AJ Brown to the Eagles ended up getting fired. Well, obviously, like, Don. Did, did, did you not learn the lesson of trading an All Pro to the same exact team 
and only I'm getting... Watching, I'm watching the game on the side right now, Don. I can see why he got fired. Jesus Christ. Fucking, team put fucking um, more but, bad Thursday. I, I think he... Yeah, that's that's another that's another day that's another day another conversation, Rich. But I I yeah. think for me, like I, I'm looking at at this place at a place where I can I can find a lot of ways for them to win, yeah. and the only way that they lose is the same way they lost the game against the Jets. They beat themselves. Yep. I mean, I'm, what's your I'm big, with you. What, what, I'm, what's I'm your big you. play, Rich? What's your big play? What's your prediction? Oh, my big play is a Jalen Carter strip sack recovery. Uh, That is my big play of the game. I think, you know, my offensive player of the game, I got, you know, A.J. Brown, nine for 202 and two. Yep, nine for 202. Keeping the streak alive. Keeping the streak alive and just dominating. Stepping on the star, doing it all. Pissing everybody oh, off. Oh, Rich, we're playing at home, Rich. This game's at home. Oh, yeah, this game's at home. Sorry. Uh, but still pissing everybody off. Because, well, Dallas fans. John had one of those THC drinks feeling a little good. Uh, uh, <laughs> I knew they were playing at home. So, yeah. Um, what? <laughs> and Jalen Carter. Oh. I'm saying three and a half sacks for Jalen Carter. Ooh. I think this is the, the game where Jalen Carter goes – <laughs> Welcome to Philly. I'm gonna be here a while. Yeah, thanks, 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 Rain, thanks, Rain, Dakota. <laughs> Bitch, it's gonna be making it rain. And making it rain, fucking interceptions. I'm not gonna turn the ball over no more. Pick six. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Listen, I'm rich. I'm 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 gonna stay on the outlet. Last week I was trying to go super bold. You know, we had we had uh, Kylie stepped in on on Saturday to kind of you know fill in, and I went. I I went. Ten, I thought the defense would have ten sacks. I was just trying to go like super bold. Yeah. Because I was like, I, I saw Sam Howe getting, you know, he, he had by at that point been sacked forty times, like leading the league and getting sacked. And I was and like, and go figure, right? They they get the one sack on almost the last play on defense with Hassan Reddick. Yeah. Um. But I'm I'm going. I'm I'm thinking that we get another. Oh wait, I'm gonna go Adam first. Adam is going 35-17. Oh, I didn't even get my score. Yeah, I'll give my score. Fuck the cowgirls. Fuck the cowgirls. Yeah, we can't compare the cowboys to the cowgirls anymore because cowgirls work way harder um, than those Dallas Cowboys ever do. So shout out to the cowgirls out there for. uh, I love it. Hold it down and fuck the cowboys. I love it. (laughs) Well, listen, Rich. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm I'm just gonna keep it bold. Let's go. I, I think you have 200 yard receivers. Okay. And I think you have a hundred yard rusher. Okay. I think Devontae Smith, AJ Brown, both get a hundred yards. I think DeAndre Swift gets over a hundred yards rushing. And I think Jalen Hurts throws. Jalen Hurts. I think he's breaking hearts. I think he's throwing for over four. Let's go. Let's go. I think it's. A, I think it's a, I think it's a big, it's a big statement game. I yeah. think this is a big win. I think they put up a lot of points. I think this is like a, I, I love Adam's score. I think it's in that, it's in that range. I think it's a 35, 38, 42, something like that. It's, it, it's, it's a lot of points. I think we're going to be busy at the link. I think the fireworks, I think they might run out of fireworks at the link. Hell fucking yeah. 
So I'm going big. I need I need a big I need a big pick me up going into the buy. I, I I need to I need to this is one rich we got to live off for two weeks. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna need a I'm gonna need a lot. But I'm I'm thinking it this, this is a good is a good place to kind of kick off this this yeah. important stretch of the season. On another 38, note, Rich. Thirty eight. No, thirty eight twenty eight. Eagles are up 35, 35 going into the fourth quarter, and it's 35-14, and Dallas scores two meaningless touchdowns, and we kick a field goal. That's what I got. We pull the offense. We don't. We say, nah, fuck it. We're good. Let's go into the bye rested. We're up 21 points. We'll be all right going into the fourth quarter. I like it. I Let's like it. Oh. So, Rich, just to continue this. Yes. Give, give me – do you have Eagles-Cowboys moments that are kind of etched into your brain? <sighs> Fucking Terrell Owens game uh, versus the Cowboys. Yes. It's Standing on a star. Fucking, man, that was great. And then he went back to him, so fuck him. Um, but we still love T.O. I mean, there's moments of just, you know, having to sit there and fucking Tony Romo for all those fucking years, remembering a little bit of Aikman. And it's just like, it's hard because I feel like those are the games where I black out because I get so fucking amped up and so angry that I like, I can't really put like a memory on it. But I can tell you, oh, against Falcons, the fucking Crumpler hit, fucking Saints game, fucking Reggie Bush gets crushed. And it's just like, fuck, yeah. man. It's just Dallas is like, it's one of those things where you lose, you 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 wipe it from your memory. You don't dwell on it. Yeah. It just fucking, you can't let it haunt you. But just watching the games with my dad, just, you know, growing up and how fucking important it was to beat Dallas. It's like, those times will always be in my head. I love it. Listen, Rich, the like first things some of the first things that come to mind, right? Like you, you this the the Cowboys rivalry, right? You you beat them in the in the 1980 NFC Championship game to go to the Super Bowl. That's a huge that's a huge monumental piece in in this town. And I think like especially with all the Kelly Green stuff coming back, yeah. right? The 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 fourth and one where they stop them on fourth and one, and then they stop them again. Yeah, right? so like, Adam put that. That like like those those moments where where you get that you you have those opportunities. Um, how about Rich the game in Dallas where it's the it's the start of the 2000 season, the pickle juice game, right? Where it's yeah. hot as where it's hot as fuck out there, and, and you get the you know, you got a. Who, who's the who's the the fucking trainer? Who's the guy that followed Andy Reid? I can't. I remember. forget, but I, I remember, remember the fucking. But so he he's got the pickle juice on the sideline, right? They they do the onside kick to to start the game, like that that whole thing. You, you get the whole the the whole to that that era where he you know the 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 one game was it was it a playoff game when they beat I think it was a playoff game when they beat them forty four to six. That's they what go down for the 44 to 6 route. Oh, that was great. You get the 44 to 6, right? You you get the I think in that game there were two there might have been two like 90 plus yard 
yeah. kind of fumble returns. Like you just get you get guys. There's just how about the McNabb play? The McNabb play where he where he scrambles around for like what does he scramble around for like like yeah. like 14 seconds? Throws the throws the ball to Freddie Mitchell. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, it's it, it's just there, there's there, there's so many so many cool moments, right? But like the one, what was there? There was one game. God, what was it? There was one game where they had the. Oh God, was it Jordan Matthews? Jordan Matthews scored on a on a overtime. Yeah, fucking Jordan Matthews, tight end now. Tight end, tight end, Jordan is Matthews. Still in the fucking, is he still yeah, in he, the fucking league? He just got signed by uh, Carolina. Their practice squad. Yeah. Like the pickle shots. The pickle shots. Listen, I don't think they were doing pickle shots. It was yeah. It was more like the the pickle aid, but but pickle no shots. Pickle no picklebacks on the sideline. That was Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> I would drink a bottle of Henny before a game. I don't know how my man ran drunk, but God bless him. Oh, good God. God bless him. But like there's just there's a there's a ton of great ton of great memories right oh, yeah. in that 40 it, I'm, I'm just looking up some stuff right in that 44 to 6 game right brian brian dawkins he, he then has the strip sack that gets returned by chris clemens like there's just there's so many so many great games so many great moments i just i love what this brings out in terms of uh in terms of the the, the battle within the franchise rich and i gotta call i gotta call my I gotta call my kid's bus driver out. So every morning when he comes, the kids get picked up. I'm at the bus stop. He opens the door. The whole fall, he and I are like one on one, going back and forth with. Uh, he's always wearing his Philly stuff. I'm wearing the Philly stuff. We're talking about the Philly stuff. This dude is a fucking Cowboys fan. I love. I love my dude, but he showed up on Monday in a, in the Cowboys jersey driving the bus. It shouldn't take that bus ever again. And I really question myself putting the, the kids on the bus all week. Like, I, I oh god, it hurt. It hurt because we were bonded. We we were like we were like thick as thieves going not, and like bus driver Jay. What is the deal? You're killing me here because yeah, you're on my list. Ah, oh, Don's kids, and I'm coming for you. Listen, he gets, he gets he gets he gets them to and from the to and from safe, but like, but God damn it, you're a but Don's but man. but I thought I thought we were bonded, and then I was hoodwinked, deceived, I was <laughs> deceived, and, and 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 a Cowboys fan of of all things, I'm going. No, you've been wearing Philly stuff all fucking fall. What are we doing here? We've been talking. We've been talking Philly sports the entire time, and then we're just springing the Cowboys thing on me. Like that hurts. On. It does. Not. It right. does hurt. But we've been bad. But but listen, it, it it's it's cool because we've been we've been giving each other crap. Like every time he opens the bus, I'm giving him something. He's giving something back. We're going back and forth, and it is nice to have that that little that little bit of that rivalry. Um, I got a teacher friend at school who uh, decided the other day she was going to wear her her pink Dak Prescott jersey. Told her that that jersey has a it's not a logo, it's a rating. 
She damn near fell out of her seat, but that one star. <laughs> so, but like it, it, it is cool. I gotta, you know, I, I gotta say that 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 rivalry is real, and that rivalry is a cool thing to kind of go back and forth and, but do it in a way like we've talked about. Do it in a way that that's fun. Yeah, you know, I, I know that I'm gonna give them crap. Whatever happens, they're gonna give me crap. Whatever happens, yep. but it's always. It's always done on a it's never on a personal level. It's always on a fun level. And and at the end of the day, we know it's we know it's sports, but at the end of the day, it's also fuck the cowboys. <laughs> fuck the cowboys. Let's go. Now, I can't say I can't say that to Jay with a school full a bus full of school kids. No, you can't. But you just give them the finger and say I, cowboys. I, I can I, I can say it up here. <laughs> Mentally, I'm saying go fuck yourself, Jay. That's right. Oh. Rich, give me your final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, first, you know, my final thoughts are uh, shout out to Nick. Uh, you know, Nick did Drunk on Brawl with us. Um, that's my boy. It's my best friend. Uh, his mom tragically passed away. Oh, no. Uh, over the weekend, you know, wasn't something that was expected, you know, but there's complications from an aneurysm in her brain. Uh, they did what they could, but, you know, it's a very tough thing to overcome. Uh, Nick's mom was like my mom. I I love Jamie. I love Mama K. Uh, you know, whenever we had bad days or, you know, just wanted to get out of like our house, you know, her door was always open and we would just go in. The times I'm just sitting there watching Lifetime movies with her and just, you know, having a good time. And she was yeah. an amazing lady, fed all of us kids. And trust me, she would have a house full of like fucking 15 kids but never turned anybody away and would just laugh and just smile and just, you know, was like the mom to the whole group. And we're going to miss her. Uh, we love her because I know I do. I love that woman. I adored her. She would always call me her third son. I mean, she tried to claim me uh, the one year on her taxes because I was there so much. Um, and, you know, she always provided for her boys, you know, growing up, Nick was, you know, I remember like four residents, that like he was at like in four different years and just hopping around and they always made it work. She provided for, you know, her kids, but provided for us and the neighborhood kids and was just an overall awesome person. So mom, I'm going to miss you. I love you. And Nick, JT, and you know, the whole family stay strong. We love you too. So, you know, hug, hug them a little closer, hug, hug everybody. Yeah. Nick, thoughts and prayers with your family. I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's something you never want to experience. It's never something, you know, especially when it's unexpected like that, but Rich, I'm not even going to say anything. That's it's, we're just going to leave it at that. We'll leave it at the the tribute to mama K and just kind of, you know, we'll let it, we'll, we'll let it lie from there. Rich, take it, take, take us home. As always, you know, first and foremost, I'm rich. That's Dom. We're drunk on broad, but it's always fuck Dallas. Fuck Deshaun Watson. Fuck Ben Simmons. Fuck James Harden. Fuck Jonathan Gannon. And everybody else who wears that nice Dallas star on their chest in the Philadelphia region, the the good old tri-state area, you know, the a thousand miles away from Dallas. Fuck you two. Ain't, ain't never been to Dallas. Ain't Couldn't never find been to Dallas, Dallas on a map. Can't tell us what state Dallas is in because they're so dumb. Because you got to be dumb to wear that Cowboys jersey. 
I'm sorry. You got to be dumb. So, as always, fuck Dallas. I'm rich. That's down. We're drunk on broad. We love you. Peace. Later, skaters. Go, Burts. Go, Burts. This is the Broad Street Line, where Philly sports fans leave all of their sports hot takes. Call 2674053062 and show us your passion for Philly sports. Don't forget to tune in every Wednesday at 8.30 when we listen to your live reactions to the thrill of victory or the agony of defeat. Super Bowl champions! Yeah.